right. Hi, everybody. Hi, you're listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages, my name is Kay. I'm Carrie, and uh, I'm drinking a big old glass of chocolate milk like an adult. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having wine. Um, I was having hot chocolate and coffee. Um... But, but the, a chemical reaction happened. <laughs> yeah. And, like, my bottom lip is tingling, and my whole tongue That's is That's really on fire. weird. That's um, so weird. Yeah, so I'm not drinking that anymore. And it's <laughs> not like I haven't had all of that, all of the stuff that's in there. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. None of None. that should make anything burn. No. It's it's chocolate and coffee. <laughs> exactly, but like my whole tongue is white right now. Ew. And yeah, it hurts. I don't understand. Okay. Well. <laughs> so that's if always I suddenly fun. stop speaking in the middle of recording. <laughs> you it's know because what your happens. tongue is rotted off? Yeah. <laughs> Because I've killed over. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Well, that's that's fun. Um, <laughs> I take it you're not doing a shot. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> all all things considered. No, but you I all... have a little baby in my lap. Aww. She's helping. Mostly because she woke up five minutes before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So. Um, yep. Yeah. So Remy's here helping. Are you going to say something? <laughs> no? No, not gonna. Okay. <clears throat> well, I start school next week and I finally got the rest of my books for that. Yay. Yeah. The last semester of the rest of your life. Yeah. Besides grad school. If if I get accepted. If, yeah. And well, if, still. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last semester of your degree. Mm-hmm. Woo-woo! Yeah, and I've been uh, actually looking into um, moving costs, um, how much I would need to move where I want to go. Um, so I've been doing that this week. Fun. Yeah. Fun, fun. But yeah, so I'm having new to... job. Last semester of school, everything's coming up. K. Yeah, yeah, finally. <laughs> um, you deserve it. Thanks. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. <laughs> finally. Yeah. Um, and got a game plan to pay off my debt. So, yay! Yeah. Um, that's always fun. Yeah. It's not a whole lot that I have. Well, it's it's a decent amount, but a lot of it's like medical bullshit that happened. Right. Um But yeah. Including paying for services that were not rendered yeah. at medical places? Yep. Yeah. That's always good. Yep. It's great. It's yeah. fine. 
<laughs> now that I'm <laughs> now that I can actually like prove that I'm poor, even though I'm working, I might be able to get out of some of it. There um, you go. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. By the way, everyone, we're not saying that, like, you shouldn't have to pay for medical care. I mean, we shouldn't. We should have universal health care. But also, like, Kay went to the emergency room a couple times and they did literally nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And then charged her. Yeah. I saw a doctor um, for uh, for jaw pain, uh, a tooth and jaw pain. And he uh, looked at me for five minutes, told me I was fine, sent me out with a steroid shot. I go to the dentist the next day, and it turns out I have an abscess that could have killed me. Uh, And they still charge me $1,100 for that. So thank you, Medical Center. Or not Medical Center, Greenview Regional. Thank you for that. Um, For a five-minute doctor appointment a thousand dollars yeah and he didn't even look really oh my god don't go back there oh (laughs) no i won't i'm not i will never ever again i will not go to the hospital unless i am bleeding out on the floor and even then yep or a broken bone yeah (laughs) even then it's like (laughs) Do I do I want to exist after this? Like, do I want to have <laughs> what to would pay my that quality bill? of life? What <laughs> yeah. would my quality of life really be? <laughs> yeah, if I'm having to pay thousands of bucks to the goddamn hospital, do I really want to continue? <laughs> and then I'll. This be... person has no arms or legs. Yeah. <laughs> what is their quality of life? Should we even bother saving them? <laughs> personally I think oh you crap should be able to, hang on oh. no you're good keep talking okay. so personally i think you should be able to make that decision on your own but uh apparently other people don't feel that way and think that's morbid so <laughs> i can't sorry share i had to that. plug my laptop in <laughs> you're okay so I can't share that with a lot of people, but I can with you guys because mm-hmm. I'm recording this. <laughs> so because it's our podcast and we can do what we want. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. What do you say to that, Remy? Well said. Uh, All right. <laughs> she hiccuped. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Oh, goodness. Well, one week closer to moving. Yay! One more week of work and a couple more days. And this chick is moving out of the shoebox. Yay! Oh, shit. Do you you have tomorrow's episode cut together and ready to put up on Anchor? Yes. Okay. It's already up there. Oh, I looked earlier and I couldn't find it. No, I literally just uploaded it before we got on the phone. (laughs) Okay. I, I cut it together while I was eating. <laughs> oh, okay. I I named nope. and described everything that we have recorded except for the last Crooked News and episode, but I was like, oh, I'll go ahead and get ahead, and then it wasn't in there. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. It's 100% my fault. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um... I, to be fair, I had every intention of getting it up early, mm-hmm. except that um, I have a child who has other plans, so. You're okay. I'm just yeah. being a bitch. It, it, 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> just it, it threw a wrench into my plans. Mm-hmm. A very cute little wrench, though. No. Mm, okay. So All this right. week, we are talking about. Uh, you just say it because I don't even know what it is. <laughs> what <laughs> you talk- decided this topic is. Uh, we are talking about transgender hate crimes. Um, hate crimes against transgender people. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was I was texting Carrie earlier. That sounded like something else. Yeah, I was texting Carrie earlier because she was like, what the fuck are we even talking about? Because when I uh, picked out the next 10, apparently I was tired and didn't realize <laughs> that just the word transgender is a very broad topic. That's um, not a topic <laughs> that we can cover in one episode. <laughs> no, it is not. So I, I'm i texting her as I try to figure out what the fuck we're going to do. And I start to say, let's do hate crimes against transgender. And then I realized <laughs> what that sounded like. And I was like, yeah, let's discuss hate crimes <laughs> against transgender people oh um, my god because there are so many ways that could have been taken and i didn't yeah. want it to be taken in the worst <laughs> way possible i would have um, known what you meant <laughs> i know you would have known but if facebook <laughs> had done had like taken our messages and been oh, like yeah, see that's true they're see what awful they did they're um, the worst. Let's do hate crimes. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Context no. clues. Facebook. Never. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this may have been something that was that that I put on the on the list. Well, I wanted to talk about this um back when we started the podcast is this separate from what i put on the list then because there was another aspect of transgender life that that i put on there but anyway i'm gonna be uh, real with you i went and i looked and literally the word transgender is on the list and that's it that was from you then yeah (laughs) Um, because i did not write that well (laughs) i was much more specific well it's in with like all the john oliver topics so i might have just been like going fast and yeah yeah that's funny (laughs) wow okay well so i thought that i would just kind of talk about um so um if you don't know what a transgender person is i mean fucking wake up um (laughs) (laughs) go outside look at a tree read a book um a transgender person is someone who was born with one gender and um, identifies as the opposite gender and then goes through the process of transitioning physically to being the other gender. Um, correct? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Neither yeah. one of us are in the transgender community, so I just want to say that up front. Um, neither one of us are transgender people. Um, I actually don't know personally any transgender people um i know a ton of them and oh okay (laughs) yeah uh but i Um, also went to high school in 2015 when it was more acceptable and like now it's slowly becoming more acceptable and yeah um 
I, I had like a few classes here and there. I, I'm not going to say friends. I have a, I had acquaintances in college that mm. were trans. Um, nobody that I was really friends with. Um, not because they were trans, obviously, just because we didn't hang out. Um, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I also want to say that we are not going to touch on anything that J.K. Rowling said because I don't know the tweet. First of all, and neither one of us are of the transgender community and so cannot comment on that. Um, that's not what we're talking about today at all. Um, also, Harry Potter saved my life and I'm just not going there. So anyway. Um, <laughs> it's okay so today, to separate would... the thing from the person that created it. Fair. And also be um, <clears throat> be critical of something that you like, but still enjoy it. If, if that makes sense. Sure. Okay, so um, I'm just I'm just sorry. saying I that just, for... they just did a well they just did a trans they just did a trans that's not what I meant they they just did a Harry Potter print on me undies and everyone was like I can't believe you guys support J.K. Rowling you pretend to be LGBTQ plus allied and they were like we just saw that like from our demographic a lot of our customers like Harry Potter yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Hang on a second. You're okay. Honey. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, so I found um, an interesting article. I thought I would go into just kind of the daily struggles that um, the transgender people tend to f- tend to go through, and then I figured you would go. Th- you would have a story that was horrifying and yeah, what um, terrible. What I wanted to talk about, like. I wanted to do this topic, like, when we started the podcast, um, because yeah. there was something that was going on at the time in Texas, um, where black transgender women were being murdered, and they were thinking that it was a serial killer, uh, and it was a terrifying time for trans black women in Texas, Yeah, and, um... I don't, I couldn't find any, any news. Like, wait, I couldn't find anything about a perpetrator. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. And I think it's since slowed down, especially with like COVID right now. And, um, well, yeah, it's hard to get out and serial kill when, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) when everyone's social distancing. But I did find, yeah, I, (laughs) not uh, that people are dying. Sorry. (laughs) It's funny that COVID would slow down a serial killer. (laughs) Um, but I did find an article talking about all the transgender, um, murders and violent acts that happened in 2019, um, that are just short little blurbs. So, yeah. (laughs) So, yes is the answer. (laughs) Yes, you're going into more horrifying things than just daily struggles. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's... I've got a couple articles. We'll see how long how long this goes, though. I, we, I may not use both. So, um, yeah, I found a really good one on the um, human rights campaign. Yeah, that's where what, I went. Uh, website. That's where one of mine's yeah. from. Yeah. So, um, this is just an article. There is no author. It's just, of course, owned by the uh, owned by the inst- the uh, the company or whatever. Um, so it's called Understanding the Transgender Community, and there were some really good stats in here. Um, and just some really good information. It just summed things up really well. So just since, you know, for background information's sake, which is of course my segment, figured we would, this is where we would start. So, um, 
Transgender people come from all walks of life. The HRC Foundation has estimated that there are more than 2 million of us across the United States. Uh, we are parents, siblings, and kids. We are your co-workers, your neighbors, and your friends. We are 7-year-old children and 70-year-old grandparents. We are a diverse community, representing all racial and ethnic backgrounds, and as well as all faith traditions. The word transgender or trans is an umbrella term for people whose gender identity is different from the sex assigned to us at birth. Although the word transgender and our modern definition of it only came into the use late tw in, into use in the late 20th century, people who would fit under the definition have existed in, in every culture throughout recorded history. Alongside the increased visibility of trans celebrities like Laverne Cox, who is a queen, and I love her, mm -hmm. um, and Elliot Jazz Page. Jennings, who I, who Elliot Page, I don't know who that is. Um, Ellen the, Page, yeah, he is Elliot okay. Page now. He Got came it. out okay. a few weeks ago. And then Jazz Jennings, I'm not sure who that is. Mm -mm. I don't know who that is, but either. um. Uh, or the stars of the hit Netflix series Pose, which I haven't watched, um, three out of every ten adults in the U.S. personally knows someone who is trans. Um, as trans people become more visible, we aim to increase understanding of our community along among our friends, families, and society. So let's talk about what it means to be trans. So the community is increase is incredibly diverse. Some trans people identify as trans men or trans women, while others may describe themselves as non-binary, genderqueer, gender non-conforming, agender, bigender, or other identities that reflect their personal experience. Uh, some of us take hormones or have surgery as part of our transition, while others may change our pronouns or appearance. Roughly three-quarters of trans youth that responded to an HRC Foundation and University of Connecticut survey identified with terms other than strictly boy or girl. This suggests that a larger portion of this generation's youth are identifying somewhere on the broad trans spectrum. Yeah. Which is not something I quite understand fully, but we're, we're trying. <laughs> so, um... What challenges do people... So let's talk about the challenges, um, of course, that, that trans people face daily, which is quite terrifying. And um, what inspired my topic about transgender that I put on the, uh, on the list that we haven't... That, that we're not doing today, but um, I watched that, that show Euphoria on HBO, or part of it. I couldn't finish it. It was too much for me. Um, for a number of reasons. Um, yeah. <laughs> but one of the most disturbing things, and this wasn't why I stopped watching it, but th there's a transgender character who is beautiful, by the way. I think she's a supermodel, actually. She was, like, one of the first, like, runway models. Like, the really hard one. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, but her character that she plays is, um, is in high school and is engaging in some very self-destructive behavior that's very sad yeah. my baby is smiling in my face right now oh <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> i looked down and there's this big old smile hey baby what are you doing um but she she was engaging in a lot of self-destructive behavior that i found very disturbing and very sad that she felt she had to 
It seemed like she felt like she had to do that in order to feel like accepted and justified in her decision to transition almost. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Um, But it seems like there's some some activity that goes on that's not quite safe that um i don't know it's almost like when you're a teenager and i don't know that you ever did this Kay, but it's kind of like when you're in high school and your best friend has a crush on a guy so you try and date him because you want to prove that you're like hot too or something i don't know it's it it's it, it seems like I, I'm not going to be able to put this into the right words, but it, it's it scares me that because there's a lack of acceptance of this community in our in our culture, that yeah. it 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 can provoke some very dangerous lifestyle choices, um, and that just could be me being the sheltered little white girl that I am, who I find Tinder and Grinder to be very very dangerous. <laughs> Because you're inviting strangers into your into your bed and into your home and being and, and engaging in in intimate interactions, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's it just it it sounds very it's it just seems very dangerous to me. Um, and then on an even on on a grander scale, a lot of these transgender kids they're kids. Yeah. And they're engaging with adults and. That's also another problem, you know. That's all its own problematic issue. So, um, and that's not e- to even touch on what I'm about to touch on now. So th- we'll do a whole episode on that because it is important, and it was something I had never even thought of until I saw Euphoria, and then I became very upset <laughs> <laughs> and con- in a concerned way, like yeah, because we we have to we have to be okay. We have to accept people so that they don't feel the need to like prove themselves or anything like that. They trans trans kids get to be kids too. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk about the challenges that people that trans people face. So, uh, while trans while trans people are of course increasingly visible in both popular culture and in daily life. Um, we still fa- face severe discrimination, stigma, and systemic inequality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of legal stuff that's really bad. Like, you know, if someone's married and they transition and on the will it says to the... Uh, it, it still has their pre-transition name. Is that their the right term? Name. I don't even know. Stop sucking your fingers. Uh-huh. What? Dead name dead name jesus Mm -hmm. um it that's dramatic um i feel like i saw this on a tv tv show somewhere that they tried to say that it couldn't go to the wife because it it still had her name from before she transitioned on the will or something like that and the in-laws weren't about it or you know like weren't yeah. supportive and so they were like trying to screw her out of her out of staying in her own house oh my god when her wife had passed away yeah it was fucked it was some kind of lawyer show and i'm sure i don't know if it's accurate or not but that sounds like something that would happen that could feasibly happen you know what i mean so they were trying to challenge the will yeah and trying to boot their daughter-in-law now daughter-in-law out of their house out of her own home 
Which is fucked. So now yeah. you've lost your spouse, who was supportive of your transition and loved you. Mm-hmm. You've lost your spouse, and your in-laws are trying to steal your home. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, because of a clerical a clerical error. Um, so, that, that that's to get into this first bullet point, which is lack of legal protection. So, trans people face a legal system that often does not protect us from discrimination based on our gender identity. Despite a recent U.S. Supreme Court decision that makes it clear that trans people are legally protected from discrimination in the workplace, there is still no comprehensive federal non-discrimination, non-discrimination law that, in- that includes gender identity. Which means that trans people... Tra- I can't speak. My God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't even need wine. I don't even need wine to sound drunk. Um, which means that trans people may still lack recourse if we face discrimination when we're seeking housing or dining in a restaurant, which is fucked. Yeah. Um, moreover, state legislatures across the country are debating and in some cases passing legislation specifically designed to prohibit trans people from accessing public bathrooms that correspond with our gender identity or creating exemptions based on religious beliefs that would allow discrimination against LGBTQ people. I don't understand the bathroom thing at all. They're just trying to... I think, honestly, it's a... It's an embarrassment tactic. It's, it's just it's making stupid huge, is what it is. Yeah. I know what it is. I get it. It's just stupid and it yeah. makes no sense. They're like, I don't know. It's just, they're saying that some weirdo might put on a wig and try and sneak into a women's bathroom and rape them. But I'm sorry, women get raped in public bathrooms all the time and the dude didn't have to wear a wig to get in. Yeah. Newsflash, there's no bouncer standing outside the bathroom making sure only women go into the bathroom. Yeah. She and is tra- sucking is gender her people- thumb loud. She is sucking her thumb loud. Um, <laughs> quit it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, by the way, most of the time when a trans person goes into a bathroom or where you see a trans person, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> so, you know, they could people trans people have probably been using public bathrooms forever and people just couldn't tell. Yeah. And if you're looking, you're the weirdo. Like, Seriously. Are you the one? Is it, it's because these are the people that are sticking their heads under the, you're going to go th- <laughs> through the whole, uh, the whole bathroom and stick your head under all the stalls. Show me your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure. I think you're the weirdo in that situation. There's yeah. no fear in a public restroom, like in, especially in a women's bathroom. Men's yeah. bathrooms are a little bit different. Dudes are whipping their dicks out in front of each other every day. <laughs> Women, it's all stalls. Yeah. No one's going to see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. We all have to get half naked to pee, so we are all in stalls. Yeah. <laughs> There's no urinals in a women's bathroom. Oh, goodness. Okay. Or trenches. Those are the weirdest. <laughs> trenches? It's just like a big pee trench that everyone stands oh. next to and pees into the same pee stream. It's disgusting. Men are gross. Okay. So. <laughs> well, not men. The facilities for men are gross. <laughs> now, the time I would see that it possibly could be an issue would be like an open shower. 
situation at yeah. like a gym, but I I didn't really think that that was much of a thing anymore. I thought it was stalls. Yeah. Well, at least at my gym, it's stalls. Yeah. I don't know how it is in the dude side. It might just be one big room so they can hit each other with towels and yank each other's ball sacks. I don't oh. know what dudes do. <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. That's my... That's what I think about. You know, like how dudes are like, oh, yeah, when women have slumber parties, they have pillow fights in their underwear and shit like that. Yeah. That's kind of my version of... (laughs) (laughs) Dudes are taking showers together and yanking each other's ball sacks. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Okay. That could be where I would see, I could see someone maybe making a fuss if it was an open shower situation, but also, like, I mean, I don't want to use an open shower. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So, um, <clears throat> uh, let's talk about this. This next one is poverty. So, trans people live in poverty at elevated rates, and for trans people of color, these rates are even higher. Around 29% of trans adults live in poverty, as well as 39% of black trans adults, 48% of Latinx trans adults, and 35% of Alaska Native, Asian, Native Americans, and Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander trans adults. Wow. I'm not sure why completely. I don't know if it's medical debt from their transition. I don't know if it's because they can't get hired. I'm sure it's a combination of a lot of th- a lot of things. Yeah. Um I think the important thing just as someone who is not trans and doesn't totally know a whole lot about the trans community, but of course I'm learning every day. Um I think it's important to live in live in the now. I mean, this person is a woman now, are they qualified or a man now, are they qualified for the position and then you fucking hire them. It's just yeah. like with anything else. But we've got that stupid freedom of religion so you can discriminate based on whatever that's you want. That's so stupid. That's that's not what freedom of religion means and people need to stop fucking misinterpreting the constitution. Yeah. There's also a separation of church and state. Yeah. Anyway, Stigma, harassment, and discrimination. Of course, um, we knew that this was happening, which is very, very sad. Yeah. So about half a decade ago, only one quarter of people in the United States supported transgender rights, and support increased to 62% by the year 2019. Probably because none of us had really even thought about it half a decade ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think... Um, Despite this progress, the trans community still faces considerable stigma due to more than a century of being characterized as mentally ill, socially deviant, and sexually predatory, which is just so sad and so untrue. Um, Now, I will say that um, a lot of trans people do suffer from mental illness, um, and I wouldn't say that their transgenderness is what is the mental illness though. I would say that their mental illness has to do with what they go through on a daily basis. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. Oh yeah. Um, as well as, you know, a lot of a lot of, especially when it when it comes to depression, a lot of behavior, maybe some self-mutilation and things like that would just come with being uncomfortable in your own skin and not feeling like you can express that. Yeah. 
um, properly. So while these intolerant views have faded in recent years for lesbians and gay men, trans people are often still ridiculed by a society that does not understand us. This stigma plays out in a variety of contexts, from lawmakers who leverage anti-trans stigma to score cheap political points. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, to tra- to fee- uh, Wow, I can't speak. To <laughs> families, friends, or co-workers who reject trans people upon learning about our trans identities, and to people who harass, bully, and commit serious violence against trans people. Uh, this includes stigma that prevents them from accessing necessary services for their survival and well-being. Um, only 30% of women's shelters are willing to house trans women. Why? Huh! <laughs> Uh, while recent legal progress has made twenty has been made, twenty seven percent of trans people have been fired, not hired, or denied a promotion due to their trans identity. What? This is America. Yeah, keep it great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too often, harassment has led trans people to avoid exercising their most basic rights to vote. So that is fucked. Yeah. Because we need trans people to vote. Though I believe we got a trans person in office. Yeah, we did. I think there's a trans congresswoman mm-hmm. in Michigan or something. Is that I, right? I think so. Somewhere? Yeah. Um, I know that she she's either a senator or a congresswoman or something. I can't remember. It's something big and it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, super awesome. Uh, because that's the these are the voices that we need in power. We need the people who are being su- oppressed in seats of power in the government, so that we can make change and so that we can raise awareness. Yeah, and rep and representation, man. Exactly. Um. So HRC's fa- HRC Foundation's res- research shows that forty nine percent of trans adults. And 55% of trans adults of color said that they were unable to vote in at least one election in their life because of fear of or experiencing discrimination That's so at the fucking polls. sad. So that's voter suppression. Yeah. Now, which is a very serious thing. Yep. She is blowing spit bubbles like it's her job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. You are being so silly. You were so silly. At least she's happy now. Okay. (laughs) And now, of course, we have to talk about violence against trans people. Mm -hmm. So trans people experience violence at rates far greater than the average person. Over a majority, 54% of trans people have experienced some form of intimate partner violence. 47% have been sexually assaulted in their lifetime. And nearly 1 in 10 were physically assaulted in between 2014 and 2015. This type of violence can be fatal. At least 27 trans and gender trans and gender nonconforming people have been violently killed in 2020 thus far. And the same number of fatalities were observed in 2019. I think yeah. that this gets really, really hairy, too, because especially when it comes to sexual assault that's followed by murder, yeah. I know that there have been trans women who have been raped and then murdered because, I don't know, either because they their attacker thought they were a cisgender woman and found out otherwise mm-hmm. in the assault, or... A myriad of other reasons, that's the one that I've heard the most. Yeah. Um, 
I've also heard of instances, and this has happened with lesbians as well, and in you know any any queer woman that men think if they just you know give them give them the dick that it'll it'll straighten them out so to speak mm-hmm. and that's not okay either um or you know there was that story that hannah told hannah hannah gatsby told on her special mm-hmm. um nanette th- where um sorry she makes me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> i need to absolutely watch her tickles me that Absolutely tickles me that she names her comedy specials names. <laughs> it's so very oh, cute. Oh, she's adorable. Yeah. She's adorable. So um, there's a story that she tells, though, where she was hitting on a woman at a bar and the boyfriend got mad and was like, oh, you're gay, and then walked away and then figured out that she was gay as a lady or something, I don't know, and mm-hmm. then beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Like, I mean, what the hell kind of fucking toxic masculinity is that? Yeah. <clears throat> There's just a lot. There's a lot. And, and, you know, being a woman is hard enough, let alone being a trans woman, let alone being a trans man. Like, I get creepy interactions every day of my fucking life that I leave my house. Yeah. You know, I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I'm I'm like three days into a new customer service job, and I've already had a guy, um, a, a older man. Um, I don't remember what he said, but he, um, he said something along the lines of um, taking off my clothes. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you light him on fire and burn him at the stake? I wish I could oh have. Oh my I was god! On I'm being recorded. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm sorry. Someone asks you to take off your clothes when you work at Dollar General. You should get to punch them in the nose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that should be allowed. It should be. Goodbye, sir. We don't care to have your business in here anymore. Yep. <laughs> You'll have to go to another, to another, I almost said family video, <laughs> to another Dollar General from now on. Yeah. Wow. And one of the last days I was at Fucking family. Fucking rude. Yeah. One of the last days I was at family video, um, I had another older man, like, quote unquote, hitting on me, like, being just insanely creepy, um, Ugh. was in, like, and like the five minutes before we closed and made me super uncomfortable. And like I'm I'm a cis woman. Um so like it's not at all the same as what trans women go through, but like I couldn't there imagine There are a lot of men that get really mad when they find out that someone is trans. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Next bullet would be identity documents. Okay. 
So the, the widespread lack of accurate identity documents among trans people can have an impact on every aspect of their lives, including access to emergency housing or other public services. Mm-hmm. Without identification, one cannot travel, register for school, or access many services that are essential to function in society. Many states do not allow trans people to update their identification documents to match their gender identity, which is fucked. Yeah. Um, others allow, others require evidence of medical transition, which can be prohibit, prohibitively expensive and is not something that all trans people want, Mm -hmm. as well as fees for processing new identity documents, which may make them unaffordable for some members of the trans community. So I can kind of see where a lot of issues would come into play here, because as far as like medical things are concerned... They need to know what your biological gender is for certain medications and things like that. So yeah. that makes sense. They could give you something if you say you're a man and you're actually a cis and you're actually bio- biologically still a woman. They could give you something that could end up killing you because you don't have whatever hormones men actually have. Yeah. That is true. Um, but also it's important that people are able to be identified by how they identify as people. So there has to be some way that we can protect people from getting, you know, whatever thing might kill them at the hospital and still have them be themselves, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Well, you know? Yeah, well, the thing is, um, sex and gender are completely different things. Gender is a social construct. Sex is your chromosomes so right um you can be biologically female but identify as male so like doctors i i've heard of some doctors now that like introduce themselves give their pronouns like say what what is your gender biologically what do you want me to call you what that's lovely used yeah um, that should be a part of medical school. Bedside yeah. manner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just, it's important to remember that gender is different in every society. Um, Correct. So, there's, it's not biologically linked to your sex. It's just not. It, it True. can't be biologically but- linked to your sex if it is something that your society has constructed. Right, but it's also, we're talking about identification papers and stuff yeah. and documents. Yeah. So, like, if someone finds your remains and they're looking, your remains say that you're a female, but, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot, there's a lot. There's well, a lot to can... unpack. There's a lot of systems that need to be in place. Yeah. And. Well, on your um, identification, you could have, um. A section for... On your driver's license yeah. or something. You could have a section for gender and a section for Pronouns. Sex. Yeah, all of that. There, it, it, it's something that needs to, to, it, that needs to happen and there's going to be a lot of resistance because people are ignorant as fuck. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not their fault that they're ignorant, to be fair. Um, but it's going to be a hard it's going to be a very silly thing for a lot of people they're going to think it's very dumb yeah and there's going to be a lot of backlash but without any backlash there can't be progress so i think it's important it's just important to make sure people are identified properly yeah 
whatever that may mean, I think. And to me, that means identified in all ways so that they are safe and so that they are correct in their own mind, I guess. Yeah. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're emotionally well and yes. they're also taken care of. Yes. And, you know, like I said, if there's a wallet nearby and it's obviously a male identif like a male ID, but the remains are female, you know, in biology, like it makes sense that There should be something on that driver's license that says this person is trans or this person. You know what I mean? Something. Because that wallet belongs to the bones. Mm -hmm. And you're identifying the victim. But they could think that that's the murderer and be just off on wild goose chases. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I guess I'm just saying like we we just need some we need a system so that trans people are protected Mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Moving on. Uh, so while advocates continue to work uh, to remedy these disparity these dispa- disparities, um, change cannot come too soon for trans people. Visibility, especially positive images of trans people in the media and society, continues to make a critical difference for us. But visibility is not enough, and can come with and can come with real risks to our safety, especially for those of us who are a part of other marginalized communities. Um. That is why the Human Rights Campaign is committed to continuing to support and advocate for the trans community so that the trans Americans who are and will become your friends, neighbors, co-workers, and family members have an equal chance to succeed and thrive. That was beautifully written. It. I thought so, too. That's so awesome. Good, good work finding that. I don't know that we have time that. for my other article, so uh-huh. I, will, I will save it for another time. Okay. Um... But yeah, so I just thought it was interesting. I I thought it was good to just kind of touch on all the different kind of daily issues. Um, Because there's a lot of people that think that just because um, trans people are visible now, Mm -hmm. that that means that they already have all the rights that um, other members of the LGBTQ community are are afforded. Yeah. And that's just not the case. Um, I've definitely heard... No, I've heard coworkers and like we, there was this horrible t-shirt that they were printing for a trucking company um that was making fun of the LGBTQ community. It was tongue in cheek, but it was also quite rude. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. And um <laughs> it was interesting that that was approved to be printed, but something with weed on it or with a curse word on it was too profane and the churches that we serve might find out, which there's no way that they would. Anyway, um but there were one of the guys said something like, "Oh well, they have, they don't have any uh, issues anymore, or something like that. Like they're accept, they're all accepted now. I don't know why they're still advocating for rights or something." And I was like, "That's not true at all, yeah, <laughs> sir." <laughs> you also worked with a bunch of idiots. Well, ignorant people. Yes, <laughs> yes, true. Um, and I don't know. It's just, that's like saying that women, women can vote so that we don't have any other rights that we need to advocate for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, sorry. How about the right to like be paid as much as you and walk through a Taco Bell without 
<laughs> someone asking me to take my pants off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or go to work without someone asking you to shake your ass for them or take off your clothes. No. Part oh, of, goodness part of gracious. why I hate having huge breasts and not being able to look more androgynous. Because I just... I don't know. You don't get that same... You don't get that same treatment if you look like a male. Just being honest. It sucks. I don't think it matters either way, honey. (laughs) I really don't think it matters either way. I think that we will be hit on no matter how big our boobs are, no matter what size our ass is. Yeah. Because when I was super skinny as skinny as a toothpick, I still got the same treatment. Yeah. And my I'm I'm a lot bigger than I was then, and I still get it. It's still staring at the chest. It's visibly checking out my ass as they leave the store. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Actually, you might get hit on more if you looked more androgynous. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think it would help because you're very beautiful and it just, it's just something that happens. Well, thank you. It's a part of our lives, unfortunately. (laughs) It's just, it is. It's just, it's a part of our lives, unfortunately, that we're just, we'll have to deal with because this is the horrible society that we live in. Yeah. People find, men are told that it's a compliment to behave that way and it's absolutely not. Nope. Women view it as a threat, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah. Because we don't know if, uh, to put it in my, one of my favorite comedian's terms, we don't know if nice tits means nice tits, you look hot, or nice tits, I want to cut your tits off and make a tit smoothie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> and it, those things are equally possible. Yeah. <laughs> from anyone. We are in constant fear. Exactly. And, of and of it's that just, threat. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting. Quit commenting on my body. Like Ness, stop it. Yeah. Tell me you like my shirt. Tell me if you have to compliment me. Tell me <laughs> something that I can control. Yeah. Not my body. Yeah. Oh, I like what you did there. I like that you know, I really like that your your barrette matches your this that little stripe in your shirt. That's very clever. Good job there. Way to put together an outfit. What? <laughs> tell me my makeup looks pretty. Yeah. Something. I did have... Do not talk about my tits. Yeah. I did have a gentleman at Family Video one time tell me that he liked how I was dressing. Um, that sounds even weirder sometimes. Yes. <laughs> somehow. I like the way you're dressing. He, um... <laughs> what do you mean by that, sir? <laughs> Were you wearing those pants that look like they're your legs? No, I was wearing, um, (laughs) (laughs) I was wearing these burgundy pants that I used to have. I have them somewhere, but I don't remember where they are. But like all my clothes matched. I had all my burgundy, um, Converse and a burgundy, um, So you were a tall drink of red wine. Yeah. I love burgundy. (laughs) I do too. It's very pretty. Um, oh goodness all right well shall we take a quick break yes yes okay all right so we're back hello 
Hi. Hello and welcome to the second half of our podcast. <laughs> so as I mentioned earlier, I um, I have an article from the Human Rights, um, the, the same place Carrie got her article from. <laughs> Uh, the human rights campaign. Um, yes. <laughs> and I do have another one um, that talks about the murders I mentioned earlier that were happening. Um, and I don't know if we're going to have time to get to it, but I do just want to hop on here and say there, um, there's a blog that this uh, transgender woman writes. Her name is Monica Roberts. Um, she It's called Trans Griot. Uh, so she documents violence against the LGBTQ community. And she's been oh, doing wow. that for like six years now. So if you... That's cool. Yeah. So if you um, want to stay up to date with that, if you are an activist and want to know what's going on, um, and this is like something you're passionate about, I highly recommend going and reading it. Even if you're not able to be an activist, um, I, I do recommend going and reading it just so you can stay informed and also like check your privilege. Um yeah. Check in on your friends that are it's trans. It's always good to check your privilege. Yeah. Um, check in on your friends that are trans and uh, make sure you're doing what you can to not be an asshole. Um, life is, <laughs> life is hard good. enough. Life's too short to be an asshole. Yeah. So, um, this article is just, it's in their resources tab. Um, this is Violence Against the Transgender Community in 2019. They had one similar up for 2020. It just, it didn't give me a whole lot of, like, it didn't give me the specifics like this one did. And I figured Carrie was going to go over a lot of that in her segment, and she did, and she did that beautifully. Um, So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so. Thanks for not doing my segment. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, I do try. I love it. You're like doing your notes and you're like, I bet she's not going to cover anything. Let me just do her entire part. No, not anymore. The last time I did. Not anymore. That happened. She admits it. It did happen once and I just, I got, I got so invested in the topic. I had to go do my own background. And that was just. That was a, that was a time. That was a no-no. Yeah. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget. Never forget. Never Neither forgive. will Remy. She's blowing spit bubbles like a little, <laughs> little, like a little car engine over here. No. Um, okay. So. As HRC continues to work toward justice and equality for transgender and gender nonconforming people, we mourn those who we have lost. Um, in 2018, advocates tracked at least 26 deaths of at least transgender or gender nonconforming people in the U.S. due to fatal violence, the majority of whom were black transgender women. And this list that I'm about to go into, it's one after the other. Uh, this person, black transgender woman. So if you are black and transgender in America, 
statistically, you're fucked. And I am very sorry about that. That's part of why we're talking about this. We have to... It's very sad. Yeah, we have to bring this to light so that we can do something about it. And If it wasn't hard enough to be black in this country. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, these victims were killed by acquaintances, partners, and strangers. Oh my god! Yeah. Some of whom have been arrested and charged, while others have yet to be identified. Um... So that's what I was talking about with the Texas serial killer that was going specifically mm-hmm. after black transgender women. Um, and that and that horrified me, and I can't find anything decent about it's it. It's terrible. Yeah. That's um, so weird that you can't find any info about it now. Yeah. I, I found one good article, and it just... And it's not even great. Like... <laughs> Wow. Um, That's weird. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't either. And it's very sad. So that's part of why I went to this, because they did document each one of them. Um, And I wanted to give each of them attention that they deserve. Okay. Um, So some of these cases involve clear anti-transgender bias. And others, the victim's transgender status may have put them at risk in other ways, such as forcing them into unemployment, poverty, homelessness, and or survival sex work. And survival sex work is probably the saddest statement I have ever heard in my life. Um, Yes. It should be your choice to willingly want to sell your body if you want to do that that's your right yes survival sex work is a whole other ball game and it's very very sad yeah um can't say i haven't fucking thought about it but (laughs) it it is it's very sad i'm i'm in a position where gladly i don't have to do that um but, I mean, it... We yeah. can leave it at that, honey. Yeah, we'll we just, don't have we'll to talk it about it anymore. It's very um, sad. <laughs> so, while the details of these cases differ, it is clear that fatal violence disproportionately affects transgender women of color and that the intersections of racism, sexism, homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, and unchecked access to guns conspire to deprive them of unemployment, housing, health care, and other necessities. Barriers that make them vulnerable. HRC Foundation's Dismantling a Culture of Violence report demonstrates how anti-transgender stigma, denial of opportunity, and increased risk factors compound to create a culture of violence. And we live in a very violent culture. Um, Yes, we do. I I was watching Looney Tunes the other day. Fucking, it is so full of guns. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I my mind was not open to this until I um was training to be a crisis counselor for our local um rape center. Um we talked a lot about how our media is full of violence. Um Yes. Th- That's why I don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's, it's just, it's very sad. Um, so, and this provides clear ways that each of us can directly make an impact to make our society a safer place for transgender people. Um, 
As is too often the case in the reporting of anti-transgender violence, many of these victims are misgendered in local police statements and media reports, which can delay our awareness of deadly incidents. In the pursuit of greater accuracy and respect for transgender and gender-expansive people in both life and death, HRC offers guidelines for journalists and others who want to report on transgender and gender nonconforming people. Highly recommend going and supporting this website. I used to have a bumper sticker of theirs on my car. I need to get another one because uh, my old car that got totaled and I never got another sticker. Yeah, never got um, it back. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I love this organization. I need to get one too. If you ever find one, grab me one. I, I will. Um, normally they'll have them for free at Pride, uh, but of course they didn't have that this year. But we couldn't go to Pride this year. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, <laughs> I might be able to order them off their website right now. Um, but well, there you go. But yeah. Uh, so if you see people with the blue. Uh, square bumper sticker and the yellow equal sign sign. yeah Yeah. that's the hrc organization um so that's definitely something that we should support because they're doing good work by putting out these resources uh for people to use in media like we're doing right now so at this point in time uh 2019 had already seen at least 27 transgender or gender non-conforming people fatally shot or killed by other violent means. We say at least because too often these stories go unreported or misreported, which is just as bad. Um, yeah, well, see, that's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. I think that's, I don't know if that's to do with the identification documents, like what I was talking about in my mm-hmm. segment, or, or just ignorance, or, or what it is, but that's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem, because that means that we're not getting, the general public isn't getting the correct information either, which exactly. is detrimental to awareness and visibility, so. Yeah. That's why people think that there's no issue. Everyone's just out and proud now, and that's just not the case. No. And the garden is rosy. It is not. <laughs> Tis not. Um, Tis not, sir. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, we mourn those we have lost. Dana Martin, who was 31, uh, she was a black transgender woman, and she was fatally shot in Montgomery, Alabama on January 6th, 2019. Um... Darenisha Duncan Boyd, an Alabama-based trans advocate, said that she was a person that was loved by many. Ellie Marie Washchuk, who was 38, and these ages are all over the place. Does it say what, it doesn't say what any of the, like, like what the circumstances were? No. That's what I'm telling you. I had the hardest time trying to find even, like, one good substantial. This feels like another form of discrimination where they, like, don't give a shit about who killed them. Yeah. Well, some of these don't... don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're not putting effort into finding out. Yeah. Just like they do with people of color in general. When, When children of color are murdered or go missing, they, like, don't put the effort into it that they do with white people, which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at my other article real quick, because this might be a little bit better. No, you're good. I just was curious. The other one's kind of short, so we might actually have time to get to it, but I I do kind of want to go through this, because it just, it, 
it gives sure. every it's every important. One of them, yeah, it gives every one of them a minute of. I just wanted to I did I just wanted to make sure I called attention to the fact that they don't know who killed these people and they don't seem to be trying to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. Okay, so the next one. Ellie Marie Washchuk, who is 38, a gender nonconforming person. Oh, that's a pretty name. Isn't it? Um, was fatally shot in St. Augustine, Florida on January 31st. Um, Washchuk was a parent to two children. Loved ones noted the death on a memorial website. My heart was torn 131, 2019 when I heard you were taken. You are loved forever. Um... And this is happening everywhere. It's not just the South, because here we're going to Cleveland. Uh, or, sorry, to Maryland. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Um, yeah. This next one is Ashanti Carmen, 27, a black transgender woman, uh, was fatally shot in Prince George's County, Maryland, on March 30th, 2019. Um, oh, until I leave this earth, I'm going to continue on loving her in my heart, body, and soul said Philip Williams, Carmen's fiance. She did not deserve to leave this earth so early, especially in the way that she went out. Um, Claire Legato, 21, a black transgender woman, was fatally shot in Cleveland on April 15th, 2019. Um, she was re- remembered as someone who was full of life. Malaysia Booker, who was 23, a black transgender woman, was fatally shot in Dallas on May 18th. So this is, um, I think this is one of the women that was involved in the Texas mm. murder. Well, not involved, spray. but was well, but one like, of the was one of the victims of the serial yes. killer in Texas at the time. Um, Michelle Tamika Washington, who was forty, a black transgender woman, was fatally shot in Philadelphia. Um, Paris Cam. Carmen, or Cameron, sorry, 20, a black transgender woman, was among three people killed in a horrific anti-LGBTQ shooting in a home in Detroit on May 25th, according to local reports. Alante Davis, 21, and Timothy Blanchard, 20, two gay men, were found dead at the scene and Cameron was taken into the hospital where she died from her injuries. Um, two other victims were also shot but survived. This case illustrates the moral danger faced by members of Detroit's LBGTQ community, including transgender women of color. Um, T.T. Gully, who is 31, another black transgender woman, was killed in Portland, Oregon on May 27th. Um, Her death was originally reported as a suicide, but is now under investigation. Um, So again, some of these, they just, they don't know yet. Um, right. Chanel Lindsay, 26, um, a black transgender woman, was found dead in White Rock Lake, Dallas, with signs of homicidal violence on June 1st. This is another one of the women that was killed in the Texas, um, killings. Yeah. Yeah. Chanel Scarlock, 23, a black transgender woman, was um, found fatally shot in Lumberton, North Carolina on June 6th. Um, Zoe Spears, 23, a black transgender woman, was found with signs of trauma near Eastern Avenue in Fairmountain Heights, Maryland, and later pronounced dead on June 13th. Um, 
Brooklyn Lindsay, 32, a black transgender woman, was found dead in Kansas City, Missouri on June 25th, according to local news reports. Um, Denali Barry Stuckey, 29, a black transgender woman. Yes, I'm repeating that on all of these because it's important mm-hmm. to realize if you are a woman of color and you are trans, this is an epidemic. It's an ever-present danger, yes. Yeah. Was found fatally shot in North Charleston, South Carolina on July 20th. Um, Tracy Single, 22, a black transgender woman, was killed in Houston on July 30th. Um, Bubba Walker, 55, a black transgender woman, was killed in Charlotte, North Carolina in late July. Uh, she was reported missing on July 26th. And, um, that's, that's really sad. Uh, Kiki Fantroy, 21, a black transgender woman, was fatally shot in Miami on July 31st. Um, Jordan Kofer, 22, was among the nine victims killed in a mass shooting in Dayton, Ohio, on August 4th. While Kofer was only out to a handful of close friends and used the pronouns he, him, his on his social media profiles... He is remembered by friends as extremely bright and well-liked. Jordan was probably one of the sweetest people you would ever meet, said a friend told told Splinter News. Um, He was a true saint, but he was also very scared constantly. He tried to give the best to everyone. Um, Pebbles LaDime Doe, 24, a black transgender woman, was killed in Allendale County, South Carolina, on August 4th. Bailey Reeves, 17, a black transgender teen, was fatally shot in Baltimore, Maryland, on September 2nd. Um, B. Love Slater, 23, was killed in Clewiston, Florida, on September 4th. Um... Jamagio Jamar Berryman, 30, a black gender nonconforming person, was killed in Kansas City, Kansas on September 13th. Um, Italy, Mar- Italy Marlowe, 29, a black transgender woman, was found shot in Houston on September 20th. Probably another one that was killed by the serial killer. Um, she was transported to a nearby hospital where she was pronounced dead. Um as reported by Monica Roberts of Transgriot, the the one that I mentioned earlier. Um, right. Brianna B.B. Hill, 30, was fatally shot in Kansas City on October 14th. Um, Kansas City Police Captain Tim Hernandez told local press that the alleged shooter remained at the scene until they arrived. Um, but again, I don't have more information on that. Uh, Nikki Kuhnhausen, 17, was killed in Vancouver, Washington, sometime after her disappearance in June. Um, Yahira Nesby, 33, was fatally shot in New York on December 19th. Nesby, a black transgender woman, was a loved member of the New York ball scene. Um, Mia Perry, a transgender woman, was killed in Washington, D.C. on de- on December 29th. Um... Laylene Polanco, 27, was found dead in a cell at Rikers Island on June 7th. Polanco was described by those who knew her. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
described by those who knew her as a sweet, amazing, and generous human being. Uh, that I might actually be able to get us more information on. Yeah, I was um, going to say, that sounds like she died in prison. So they should know exactly what happened. Yeah. Okay. Officials said an autopsy found that a transgender woman died of complications from epilepsy in New York Rikers Island Jail. Um, oh, no! Exacerbating her family's suspicion that jail conditions contributed to her death. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, she was arrested in April and sent to the jail complex because she could not afford $500 bail. She was found- I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. So she's at Rikers? Yeah. Um. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So not only- Unacceptable. Yeah, not only- Unacceptable. Not only does she has a- have a serious medical condition. She's a woman of color. She's trans. And she's in debtor's prison. Like. I can't even. That's fucked. Yeah. Oh, no. She was arrested on misdemeanor charges of assault and harassment. Court records show. She was taken into custody because she missed court dates as part of an alternative to incarceration program stemming from prostitution charges. So, again, another mm. one that was probably forced into sex work. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was put in solitary confinement, even though she had epilepsy. She should not That's have been so by terrible. herself. No. Yeah. And who knows if she was getting her medicine correctly. Oh, probably not. Oh, our prison system is so fucked. Okay, continue yeah. with the list. This is too upsetting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, And then this is the last one. That poor woman. Yeah. Uh, additionally, HRC is deeply concerned about the deaths of Joanna Medina and Laylene Polanco, whose stories we are following closely. Um... Joanna Joa Medina, 25, died at a hospital in El Paso, Texas, just hours after being released from ICE custody. She suffered severe health complications that went untreated while she was in detention. According to O.J. Pattaya, an advocate with the group, Medina dreamed of coming to the U.S. to become a certified as a nurse since she was unable to practice as a transgender woman in her home country. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so I know that list was a lot, um, but I did just want to give all those women and men, um, the attention that they, yeah, the attention that they deserved. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, so this other article that I have is from NBCNews.com. Um, murders of black transgender women in Dallas raise fears in LGBTQ community. Um, the recent killings reflect anti-transgender violence nationwide. Um, this was written by Kate Sozin and it was published June 10th, 2019. So a little over a year and a half ago. Um, Excuse me, sorry. And this is around when we were 
starting the podcast. I had just gotten started and wanted to talk about it then, but I also wanted to give it some time to see if we would find anything else out, and we just never did. So now I'm going to. <laughs> um, okay. So blogger Monica Roberts writes a variation of the same headline over and over again. Number three, rest in power and peace, Malaysia Booker, who we mentioned a few moments ago. Yes. Um, but the death of Malaysia Booker, 23, in Dallas on May 18th felt different. It was personal, occurring in Roberts' home state and just three weeks after Booker survived a brutal mob beating. Oh my god! Now she's dead and her family is now planning her funeral, wrote Roberts who drove 262 miles from Houston to Dallas to attend the funeral of a woman she had never met. Less than a week later, Dallas police pulled the body of Chanel Lindsay, 26, another black transgender woman, out of White Rock Lake in northeast Dallas. Police offered few details about what happened, but said her body showed silence of homicidal violence. Um... Lindsay was the seventh of eight transgender murder victims this year across the U.S., and the fifth in Dallas in four years. In addition to Lindsay and Booker, Brittany White, 29, was found dead in a car last October. Carla Patricia Flores Pavan, 26, was strangled in May 2018, and Shade Schuler, 22, was gunned down in a field in 2015. In April... Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Um, This is just senseless. Yeah. In April, an unidentified 26-year-old transgender woman survived a stabbing in South Dallas. And I just have to say, if someone being transgender offends you to the point of violence, they are not the ones that have the mental issue. No. (laughs) That's on you, pal. Yeah. And that should be clear to everyone. Absolutely. Um, At this point, we've gotten beyond being sad about it, Robert said. We're angry here in Texas. We're angry across the entire state. Um, The killings come as a wave of anti-transgender violence rattles the LGBTQ communities around the country. In Chicago, seven transgender people have been killed in the last four years. In Louisiana, the human rights campaign has tracked 10 transgender murders since 2013. And in Jacksonville, Florida, three transgender women were slain last year. Last year. Um, in Dallas, many in the black LGBTQ community fear a serial killer is targeting black transgender women. Dallas police say they don't have reason to believe the slayings were committed by a serial killer, but they took the unusual step of asking the FBI to assist in investigating Lindsay and Booker's murders. Alright, so, um, Police Chief U. Renee Hall has asked residents to come forward with any information they might have about the killings. We are concerned, Hall said at a news conference uh, June 1st. We are actively and aggressively investigating this case, and we reached out to our federal partners to assist us in these efforts. Um, I don't know why you would do that if you didn't think it was, like, a serial killer, but, um. Well, either that or gang violence, something. Yeah, yeah. They they seem connected. I mean, it's a pattern. Yeah. Uh, police have charged Two is a coincidence, three is a pattern. Yeah. Um. 
Police have charged a suspect, Edward Thomas, who is 29, with assaulting Booker in April outside an apartment complex south of downtown after a minor traffic incident accident. Um, drunk already. <laughs> Investigators are looking for other suspects in the beating and have not connected Thomas to Booker's murder. Uh, Kirk Myers, chief executive officer of Abounding Prosperity, a black LGBTQ organization in Dallas, said those living outside the city's wealthy, white, gay enclaves are easier targets for predators. There's this perception that black trans lives or black lives are not as valuable as others, he said. A 2019 report... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this whole year has been about. That's what... Yeah, that's why black lives... The Black Lives Matter movement is a thing. Yeah. A 2019 report by the National Center for Transgender Equality found that 58% of transgender people reported abuse or harassment from police in the last year. Financial hardship remains a major risk factor for transgender people. Um, you already kind of went over that, so I'm not going to beat that horse. Um, lacking employment op- options and sometimes facing... <coughs> Sorry, I don't have the Rona. I just got choked. Um, <laughs> I was about to make that joke. <laughs> Uh, so we've talked about survival sex work. Uh, the National Center for Transgender Equality reported in 2015 that almost 40% of the 6,400 black transgender people interviewed said that they were engaged in sex work. Um, so, oh, great. Uh, in Jacksonville, Florida... Uh, staff attorney for the American Civil Liberties Union, Jimmy Medite, read about the Dallas murders with a sense of deja vu. It's like a nightmare. It's a repeat of what we've seen in Jacksonville, and by and large, a community under siege, more questions than answers. Um, that sucks. Yeah. So, there were four uh, transgender women um, that were killed. In 2018, it looks like, in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, like, people move. It could be the same dude. It could be. Uh, because they also said in Florida that they thought a serial killer was targeting black transgender women. So he could have easily went from Florida to Texas because he thought he was being found out. Um... Dan Merkin, policy director for the Jacksonville LGBTQ youth organization Jasmine, said true trans- two transgender women abruptly quit their jobs at a hotel where one of the women was killed because they were afraid to return to work. They didn't feel oh safe. Oh my god! They didn't feel safe where they were working because the hotel didn't address the issue well. They're back to what? being- What? Mm-hmm. Someone Which- was murdered! Yeah. But are we surprised- no, but yeah, a little also. Yeah, yeah, like, it's shocking, but unfortunately, the world we're in right now. Someone was murdered! Yeah. Not not harassed, not hit on, not yeah. someone was rude to them. Not... Murdered. Not robbed She is point. dead. Yeah. Which is just as awful. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Um. So, uh, Merkin says they're back to being unemployed, and that puts them at risk for all sorts of things in the future. Um. And yeah, it's just. This kind of goes on stuff that we've already talked about, um, but it ends on, yeah. I think the serial killer is indifference and bias. The ACLU's Medellin said, the root cause of this is poverty, discrimination, and lack of opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Like, not only is there probably an actual serial killer, but also, you know, they're they're not in safe communities. They're not no. protected. And... For fuck's sake, they're doing survival sex work. I mean, sex workers have a hard enough... Yeah, yeah, some of them are. Um, Sex workers have a hard enough time not getting fucking murdered. Um, For real. So... It's just... that's It's all bad. It's just all bad. It sucks. And it's because our society is terrible. Yep. But yeah, that's my that's my segment. Um, I know it wasn't super hilarious. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it was good. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I just it needed to be addressed, especially in um, the world that we're in right now. Because um, it seems Agreed. to be getting worse instead Agreed. of better. Oh, well, it's a little too soon to tell, but it is what it is. All right, well, let's play a game. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, so this is our game by Drunk Stoner Stupid called If You Had To. Um, so I'll go first. So if you had to, would you post a free hand jobs listing on Craigslist and oblige whoever responds? Oh, no. God. Um, no, or, I wouldn't. Or be nocturnal. <laughs> Yeah, I pick yours. I, yeah, I pick mine, too. I love the sunlight, but I would so much rather be nocturnal than touch a bunch of weird dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that man. That was easy. All right. Yeah. Well, what's bringing you joy? Oh, God. Um, it's my last semester Coffee and hot chocolate? <laughs> oh, yes. Last semester. Woot, woot. Yeah. Yeah, what about so you? So exciting. <laughs> um, my house is cleaner than it was this morning, and that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm a woman of simple pleasures. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys. Please be safe. Um, hopefully the vaccine will be effective, and we can get out of this mess soon. Yeah. But until then, we love you, and remember... You are not a monster. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. 
You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.